With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. E-S-N-Y. century probably getting caught on all the 16th century doorknobs and everything it must have been a disaster how embarrassing oh how I hate embarrassing that. yeah i feel like a barbarian okay well this is episode 41 of the bleacher creatures podcast presented by elite sports new york as always brought to you by rivercrest nyc and astoria queens it's a big one it is a big one woof woof um yeah i uh... Like, I don't even know how to talk about this because I I tried to read the report in case you haven't in case you've been living under a rock. um, The Houston Astros punishment came out for their uh, cheating scandal, the sign sign stealing stuff and Alex Cora's uh, suspension, I'm assuming. And further punishment are going to be coming out soon. But, you know, I I started reading the report um, from uh, Manfred and I just. I had to stop because I was so angry. Yeah, I mean, it was it was absurd, C- completely absurd that that I don't I don't really know how to feel about the punishments yet. But I do know that the extent that the Astros went to to pull this off is so far and beyond anything that is even remotely defendable at all. At least, like, what the Red Sox did is, like, everyone's been describing it as if you're speeding, the Red Sox were going 60 and at 55, and the Astros were going 140. Like, the Astros are losing their license and probably spending a a little bit of time in jail. Like, the Red Sox might get out of a speeding ticket. I think the reason it just makes me so upset is just the fact that, you know, obviously, you know that people are, ah! My computer's making noises at me. Stop. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ah. Okay, we're good. Um, anyway, so I think the reason it makes me so upset is just the fact that you know that people are, are cheating. You know that if they're, if they're runners on second base and whatnot, like they are they're trying to decode those signs that are coming, coming from the catcher. You know, they're trying to relay those to your hitter because it's right in front of them. Yeah, you and know, that's, it, I mean, that's not cheating as long as... You're it's doing right it with there. your own eyes. It's yeah. right there. They're using their heads. They're like, oh, wait a minute. Let's see if we can figure this out. You know, maybe some teams have been using like the dugout phone and stuff like that, too. But just the way the Astros went about it was just above and beyond disgraceful. 
they're not above the game of baseball. The game of baseball is a is a highly uh, it it's a game of integrity, honestly. And you know, just the fact that they utilized this system, created it, and it was quote unquote player driven is just disgusting to me. Yeah, that was the biggest thing for me out of the report was how much of a part the players had in it. Well, I think everyone rightfully assumed that something that was on this scale, like something that's cheating on this scale is something that would have to go through so many people. Like it had to be top down, but it's even worse that the players came up with it because it takes like the entire roster to, to come together and be like, all right, let's, Let's develop this. Let's go talk to this person in this department who can have this job when we do this. Like everybody was involved. Everybody. And you can't even say that, you know, maybe some people didn't want to utilize or be part of the system, but they they had to be. I mean, in order to be on that team, you had to buy into the system in some way. Nobody's innocent. Yeah, I mean, no one's going to turn that down either. Like, imagine being, uh, when, when it first broke, we said we hope Jose Altuve is not involved because he's, he's a short guy playing baseball. We like it. We like short guys playing baseball. They're adorable. Jose Altuve is adorable. But are you going to tell me that, like, he's just at the plate and he doesn't hear the banging coming from the trash can? Like, he's going to hear one bang and just be like, all right, it's a fastball, but I don't want to participate, so I'm going to act like I'm, I'm taken aback by the fastball. I'm sitting breaking ball on this one. No. It doesn't matter. Obviously, he he's knows. Do it. He Obviously. Knows. Ah, it's just, that just disgusts me. I mean, it, it, it makes it seem like they're just above the, above the sport and above every other team in every aspect. And now you, you can't even sit there and say, you know, this you can't even say Jose Altuve deserved the 2017 MVP because you don't know the report. Yeah, I mean, stated... he didn't deserve it anyway. But even now, like <laughs> to, to throw this shadow on it all that, oh, really, Jose Altuve, I think he struck out only 84 times the entire year. And he he did he win a batting title? I think he won a batting title that year. I do believe he did in 2017. Yeah. But you're going to tell me that that the cheating had nothing to do with that. Jose Altuve was completely absolved. The only two categories that Aaron Judge didn't have him beat in were the categories that this extreme cheating played such a huge role in. Like, come on. Come on. Honestly, the whole thing just just makes me so angry. The fact that even Carlos Beltran's name was he was the only player name that was um, actually revealed. Um, and then of course, Alex Cora's name was the only non-player name that was revealed. And it sounded like Alex Cora and his band of position players, you know, just kind of made this whole thing into an absolute mess. You know, it was good for them because clearly it worked, you know, that they were a really good team and it, it cast that shadow of a doubt of just how good were they. And then you start to think about what if, the Dodgers were in the World Series with the Yankees. What if the Dodgers won one of the last two years? Could they have won the 2017-2018 World Series? You know, could they have done that? We don't know. And also the trickle-down effect from this whole thing is just absurd. You think just World Series titles, but you also have to look at the fact that World Series winners receive a lot of money. That's extra money that other players or the other teams could have. Yeah, I'm sure George Springer got a huge bonus for winning World Series MVP in 2017. I mean, that that plays a difference. And then, of course, you've got the whole pitchers. Like, what if 
there were young pitchers from the division pitching in Houston and their ERAs and their numbers just get completely inflated just because they have been pitching at Minute Maid Park. And then they go into free agency with these inflated numbers. They're not making the money that they could be earning. I mean, it just, it really, the trickle down effect goes a lot further than just a World Series one. There's a lot of different factors that play into it. And I think a lot of Astros fans are just like, yeah, we cheated. We got our World Series title, whatever. Well, they set a lot of different things in motion and it's just not fair to anybody. Oh, Astros fans are insufferable right now. They're like they're like a bunch of chickens running around with their their heads cut off. They just don't know what to latch onto. They don't know what to do. Like some people are rightfully and I want to believe that these are like the true Astros fans who have been like they've been watching the Astros since Roger Clemens was there at least. Like the the true diehard baseball fans who are like this is an absolute disgrace. I am embarrassed of our franchise. I am disappointed. It makes me rethink the entire game of baseball because this is, I mean, this is my favorite team. I watch them every day and nobody ever noticed until recently that they were breaking the rules to such an extreme extent Mm -hmm. as an organization. It's not like everyone keeps trying to compare it to PEDs. It's not that using steroids is a, an individual decision. You have you have one player who says, I want to do better. I want to recover more. I want to work out more. And he chooses to do steroids. Are there certain teams where it's a little more prevalent? Possibly. Were the Yankees one of those teams where steroid use was a little bit prevalent? I, absolutely. They were. And I don't think anybody has a problem. Like, everybody hates A-Rod. Well, they like him now that he's a broadcaster. But A-Rod as a player, we all hated him. Mm-hmm. And he was and he was able to once he did come out for the whole cheating aspect, he came out and he said, hey, I made a huge mistake. You know, this was a big problem. Nobody's coming out to apologize for this. I mean, this is one of the biggest baseball scandals that it's going to go down in history. There are going to be movies written about this. Like, I guarantee you. Absolutely. Who's going to play John Boy? Uh, Who who said that? Was that Coley Harvey? I think so. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you think about it. This is. This is it. And I don't think any of this would have really come to light unless we had social media, Twitter, you know, people really being invested in the sport and all the the little ongoings. But now I'm embarrassed. If I were a Yankees fan and the Yankees were caught doing this to this extent, I would be devastated. I would be crushed. Oh, it would be a media blackout for me. Exactly what the Astros players are doing, where I think Jose Altuve just straight up deleted his Twitter. Uh, Bregman's not posting anything. Like they're just except Lance McCullers, of course, who got in a fight with Trevor Bauer. But we'll talk about that later because I love Trevor Bauer. But going back to like accepting responsibility, it made me extremely blindingly angry that in his statement, Jeff Lunau said, I accept full responsibility for everything that happened, but I'm not a cheater. That's that's the whole thing. That's the responsibility. You're taking responsibility for being a cheater. You can't say I take full responsibility and then in literally the next paragraph say, I'm not a cheater. I would never condone that. You did. I think it's hilarious because he's like, I had no idea what was going on, you know, with my my own baseball team. 
Bullshit. That's that's a problem in itself if you don't have an idea of what your baseball team is doing. No. But, Brian Cashman knows how often each player uses the bathroom on game day. Come on. You're going to tell me that you didn't know anything about this enormous cheating scandal? Come on. I, uh, it really it really makes me like blindingly angry. And my mother the same way. You know, my mom grew up watching players like Greg Nettles. Like he was her all-time favorite player and she's like, "I can't even imagine if something like this came out." She's like, "But you think about Babe Ruth and, you know, back in the day all these guys were doing things on their own merit and now everything is just so tainted because you don't know what is going on." Yeah, and and now it's just point the finger at somebody else. That's all they're doing. And I also, it is worth noting that Andy Martino came out with the report. I'm not actually sure how reliable Andy Martino is. I don't really know his stuff. I feel like there's a lot of buzz about him not being great, but I don't really know. But either way, he came out with a report and said, I haven't had anybody in my MLB sources come out and say that the Yankees are being investigated. The, the Yankees aren't being investigated. Like there's um, no I accusations. Yes, I did see a report. I'm unsure who reported it, but said that um, they were not investigating the Yankees at all. Um, yeah. You know, and and also the fact is, like, with the whole Astros, the timing, um, you know, clearly in 2017, um, the Red Sox and, you know, kind of the, the Apple Watch and all that jazz. And, you know, Rob Manfred did say that whoever is going to be punished is going to be the GM and, you know, the coaches of the team. They're not going to call out specific players for this. But at this point, I feel like you have to. I mean, there's if there's if there's a group of players who were, you know, very gung ho about working with Carlos Beltran and working with Alex Cora to getting this program up like you can't do that. No, absolutely not. And it's it's just mind-blowing how how deep it ran throughout the organization. Like, this wasn't, like, again, back to the steroids. It wasn't like a couple guys were like, hey, like, you got a steroids hookup? I would like to do that as well. This was, like, organization-wide. Everybody was doing this. Everybody. An entire team. Mike Fires leaves the team. And he starts feeling bad. He says, I've seen guys who get shelled in Houston. They take those numbers to arbitration. Like, imagine imagine you're a reliever for the Oakland Athletics. I don't know of, of a specific example that follows this, but imagine you're an Oakland Athletics reliever. You probably see the Astros, what, 18 times a year? Maybe mm -hmm. pitching in 12 of those games. Yeah. And you get lit up every time you come out. You're throwing maybe 60 innings the entire year. And in 10 of those innings, you get absolutely shelled. So you go to arbitration now. What do they say? They say, well, look at your general numbers. Look at your numbers against Indivision. Look at these. Like they don't, they don't use advanced statistics to be like, well, look at the spin rate on your fastball and whatnot. No, they use how many runs did you give up and how many strikeouts did you have? And now this guy's probably out of millions of dollars, maybe even getting sent down. Because because the Astros were they had his signs and it wasn't a sequence of signs where you have a guy on second base where if they get picked up, it's really your fault. Like mm -hmm. this is nobody on base. All the catchers throwing down is a one. Just give me the heater. Nobody's watching. Just give me the heater. And they're like, and, and you just have the sign. You just know what's coming. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. It I am irrationally angry right now, but actually rationally angry. I have a right to be angry with all of this. Um, Everyone does. Everyone does. 
everyone who watches the sport of baseball has a right to be angry about this. And guess what? People that don't watch baseball probably have a right to be angry about this, too, because it just goes to show that the integrity of any game that you're going around watching is not there anymore. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be turned on to baseball by this. They're going to be Which like, you know sad. what, like baseball is it's kind of getting popular again. It was quiet for a little while. And now it seems like they're opening up social media. The players are having a little bit more fun out there. It's starting to we got young stars. It's starting to grow. And then the team that was like the team, that was the forefront of analytics, the 2017 Astros. They had all this young talent. They had Jose Altuve, who was short. They had Correa. They had Springer like. All these guys who who were just the most exciting players in baseball, and you were really rooting for a team that that was built like this because they were a lot of fun to watch. They hit a lot of home runs. They got on base, and now you're like, oh, they were cheating. So baseball's not really like that. They were just breaking the rules. Okay, okay. I can't wait till the Yankees face the Astros. Um, and honestly, and at this point, and the Red Sox. Um, obviously, like I said earlier. The Yankees definitely had their part in some sort of cheating. I'm not going to not going to deny that, but they did not go to the extent that the Houston Astros went to, and possibly the Red Sox. Um, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised just because of the whole Alex Cora move. Um, yeah, I would be say if if the Yankees did get popped for cheating, it's it's obviously going to be something along the lines of what the Red Sox had done. But I don't. I I mean, look at a Gary Sanchez at bat and tell me that they were cheating every single at bat like this. Like, come on. <laughs> Gary Especially, Sanchez with runners in scoring position is <laughs> taking whiffs at a ball he couldn't hit with an oar. Or if they are stealing signs, apparently they're very bad at it um, because nobody could hit. So yeah, they got to, they got to revamp that department. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Their sign stealing is not up to par, not up to snuff for the Houston Astros. But I, Honestly, the whole, like I said, I started reading the report. The report is very interesting. So if you haven't read it yet, I would highly suggest it. Um, I yeah, break it this... down for us. Break it down for us. <laughs> I'm not going to break it break it down because I had to stop multiple times. And for me, I had to kind of walk away. Um, you know, just kind of really frustrating to see, especially growing up and seeing how the sport has changed so much. I feel like it has changed in a very good way. But this is one of the ways that it definitely has not. Um, and it's, it's frustrating to think about the what ifs and the, you know, listen, I have anxiety. I don't know if anyone knows that, but I have pretty severe anxiety. So for me thinking about the what ifs, I do that all the time. And now my brain is just spinning. Like the MLB has put me in a mental breakdown ever since this all came out, just because what if the Yankees made it to the world series in 2017 with that team, would they have an opportunity to beat the Dodgers? What if the Dodgers won the 2017-2018 World Series? You know, that you're taking titles away from other teams just because you're using um, you're using things that you're not supposed to be using and have this intricate system in place. What if the Dodgers had that same system in place? Would they have won? Like, you know, it's so hard for me to look at the Houston Astros and say, the 2017 Houston Astros are a naturally great team. Why would you have to cheat when you have George Springer, or Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman? Why do you feel like you have to do that? It doesn't make any sense to me, and it just it just taints the entire game of baseball for me. I am mad. I am also mad. I also, you mentioned when, when the Astros come to Yankee Stadium, I want to give a quick shout-out to our guy Steve, 
uh, we were talking about the scandal today and he DM'd me saying, oh, like I got some tickets for that game. So let me know if you want to go. So shout out to Steve because that yes, was awesome. Steve. Actually, the, the Astros come to the Bronx on my birthday. Oh, are you going to be attending? Oh, well, I mean, there's still plenty of time to plan out for that. So <laughs> plenty of time. But OK, back into it, though. Yes. The thing sorry. that the thing that really angers me the most about all of this, especially with with Bregman, because we saw I, I don't think it was that that guy, Kyle, on Yankees Twitter, who Correct. posted a video of Bregman talking to the dugout after he walked. And mm-hmm. it's like it just pisses me off so much that every time Bregman's at the plate, he thinks he found something. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, no, he didn't. But second of all, everybody was so goddamn cocky about it. Mm-hmm. Like, especially Bregman. Especially Bregman. He was so cocky. He was like, "I'm like the greatest player in the world right now." So, and and just running around acting like it. And he knows deep down that most of his success is coming from knowing what pitch is coming. Right. So therefore, it raises the question, just how good is he? Could he have been an MVP candidate if he didn't know what pitches were coming? Probably. I don't know. I mean, he's obviously an extremely talented player, but I mean, this makes such a huge difference. It's, It's the difference between a pretty good player and somebody who's cheating to be an MVP candidate. Right. And now I can't even refer to Jose Altuve as the 2017 uh, MVP, which apparently neither can Aaron Judge. Woo! Adam Boy. So proud yeah. of him. I love, see, I love seeing Judge throw now, shade like, occasionally. How do, you describe, how do you describe Jose Altuve? Like, you know, the, the 400 hitter at home in the postseason? Or do you describe him just as short now? Because really, essentially, we're starting over. Yeah, I always described him as short. Maybe yeah, that know, scout was right to send him home on his first day. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, going through the report, um, you know, some of like the key details. So like I said, haven't looked at the report yet. If you have not, um, you know, look at look at Google, type it in uh, Houston Astros report. You can find a lot of PDF uh, files regarding it. But, you know, the Astros fully cooperated. It seems apparently Jim Crane knew nothing, which I find also just whatever you know like i, I find that i find that more on the believable side just because of the way i it, like he probably runs the business side of it like they said he did like, he probably doesn't really get too involved with the actual baseball i doubt he understands the analytics that they use so i doubt he's sitting down with low now and with low now and being like all right like explain woba to me well who on our team has a good woba what <laughs> what is the weight in weighted runs created like right. shit like that he has no idea what's going on sure so, yeah, but that was right on the first page in the first paragraph. Um, so, you know, Jim Crane didn't know anything about it. Um, obviously, the the sign stealing, you know, started in, in 2016 um, and was just kind of like, you know, more so more so very basic um, when it came to 17. That's when they really fine tune their system and and use the the outfield camera in order to make it and develop the garbage can method, which I think is absurd. Yeah, all this huge technologically advanced cheating system and your method for for pitch delivery is just hitting a garbage can a couple times. Like, why not like wearable buzzers? I'm sure they have those now, right? Like a little sticker you can wear, right? I actually did. I was listening to, I don't know if it was talking Yanks or talking baseball today, but I think John Boy did say that a bunch of people have reached out to him from Major League Baseball and been like, yeah, that electronic buzzer thing, real as shit. That definitely happened. Oh, yeah, I could see it. And, you know, you've also got to think that in 
I think it was this postseason, even though it says in the report that there were no violations during the 2019 regular season or postseason. I find that very hard to believe because we have evidence. Um, But they basically said, uh, you know, there was that one game where Altuve hit the walk off game six and he yelled at his players not to take off a shirt. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And I was like, at first, I, would, like, I wouldn't oh, be too worried ha-ha. about that. Just a quirk, you know, Jose Altuve, whatever, being whatever. What if he had freaking like buzzer buttons all over him? <laughs> like, I'm, see, honestly, like I'm thinking of like a, a Staples easy button. Like that was easy, <laughs> you know, but I know that's not it. I know it would be like more of a sticker. Um, So, I mean, that could be a reason why. I think Michael K brought that up on the Michael K show today, which was got me thinking a little bit more. And I was like, oh, this is uh, that could be a thing because nothing is far fetched anymore. No. And we're also this report is limited to things that we could prove without a doubt. They're not going to they're not going to give a punishment for something that's just speculation. So I highly doubt no matter who they talk to on the Astros, I highly doubt anybody gave them so much. Right. Like I know players probably talked under the under the guys that they're not going to be punished. Only the front office and the manager and whatever are going to be punished. Players probably gave a little something up because everybody already knew. But I doubt Jose Altuve talked to an investigator and was like, oh, yeah, when I hit that that home run that sent us to the World Series buzzer had a buzzer (laughs) on me. That's why I didn't want my shirt taken off. I can just imagine him like, you know how they have those uh, those police interrogation rooms. Just imagine him like lounging back, you know, with his shirt half undone because he doesn't have any buzzers to hide at the moment. He was just like, yeah, we did it all. We did it. Yep. That was us. Yep. You got us. Way to go. <laughs> so um, the next part, obviously, is is where it gets uh, if you're a Yankee fan, it gets hilarious. Uh, you know, Alex Cora, obviously Houston's bench coach in 2017 and the Red Sox manager since 2018 is just his name is all over that report. It might as well be titled the Alex Cora report. Oh, yeah. It's he is fucked six ways from Sunday. Everywhere. Never heard that term before, but I love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it it sounded like uh, he it was basically the players and Alex Cora. And you know what? Alex Cora is a lifetime 243 hitter. 243 hitter played 14 years played for like eight or nine different teams he was not the best pro I think we've talked about this before and you know what maybe he had to find a way to cheat because he just wasn't good yeah you know what uh, I saw today uh, a former Dodgers first baseman James Loney I think Uh New York people will probably recognize him I think he played for the Mets too but he came out and said that, listen, Cora has been like one of the most helpful guys, one of the most supportive guys. It was just the nicest guy in the world. But he has always looked for an edge. Always. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, some at some point you just go too far. It's one thing to look for a small edge where you're like, oh, like I'm going to spend an extra two hours today watching film on this pitcher because I think I can pick up an actual tip, not a Houston Astros tipping pitches. Like but DJ like, LeMahieu? Yeah, but I mean, this guy is just like he he will go to whatever lengths it takes to get an edge. Just ridiculous. Um, But yeah, he obviously played a big role in with two teams that are in the middle of this sign sign stealing scandal. Say that five times fast. I tried earlier today. Just it doesn't work. Does not work. Does not work. Um, yeah, so he was he was key in helping develop the 
the trash the trash can method, I guess you could say, and using the replay room. I even heard that the Astros requested to have the replay room, or I'm sorry, the video room moved closer to the to the dugout. And MLB yeah, that's not suspicious, right? MLB was like, yeah, sure, whatever, do whatever you want if you're going to win the World Series. Um, so obviously, Alex Cora was fired by the Red Sox. Um, good move on their part. I I thought as soon as his ooh, name came ooh, out, Allison, hold on a second. They, what? They mutually parted ways. Nope, they, he got quote fired. Quote, unquote. Come on. Come yeah. on. He got fired. Absolutely they just fired. Don't, yeah. Fired no as way. shit. Honestly, his punishment is going to come out soon. It's going to be huge because of the involvement with two different teams who have two different World Series titles. And I would love to see a lifetime ban. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. I don't, I don't think he's going to get one. But I also I think he's just done with baseball. Like, I don't think he's going to get an official lifetime ban, but who is going to hire him? Who's going right. to take him on? Like, if he, I think the original, the original expectation was like three years. So even say he wanted to get back into baseball, who is going to hire Alex Cora after three years of being out of the game? Do you know how much happens in three years? Look at the Yankees in 20, let's say 2016 to 2019. Like that was, that's three years of time that the entire team is completely different. You really think Alex Cora can just be out of the game for that long and then show up and be like, yeah, I'm the guy that cheated. <laughs> Remember me? Yeah, it's just, I think he's he's out of baseball forever, uh, whether it's a lifetime ban or not. He's done. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if AJ Hinch and Jeff Lunau were, were done too. You know, I, from what I've heard, AJ Hinch is very well respected around MLB. Well, used to be. Well, you know, here's the other thing, too. And this is part of the report as well. Um, you know, obviously, it's become very clear. I don't like A.J. Hinch. You know, just no, the way he's an asshole. He is. OK, just the way he responded to reporters about these accusations before the way the Astros organization, which we'll get to that later. But, you know, handled all these different situations, the way that he came out and quite literally called the Yankees and, you know, other teams that accused him of that just insane even though he knew that things were going on. Um, it it just really rubbed me the wrong way. So A.J. Hinch uh, apparently didn't have an active part in the sign stealing, but he also didn't stop it, and he knew it was going on. Um, it sounds like he uh, tried to damage monitors um, at least twice. Yeah, don't and, know what that's going to accomplish. Right, I know, right? I mean, maybe it showed... Uh, Maybe it showed them that, yeah, like this isn't right. But here's the thing is that this report says, and I quote, Hinch did not stop it and he did not notify players or Cora that he disapproved of it. No, he just broke a couple of TVs. He just broke a couple of TVs. So maybe if he maybe if he said, hey, this isn't right, we shouldn't be doing this. It would have stopped. Would it have? Who knows? But he didn't say anything. And he's a leader. He's the leader of that clubhouse. He is the he is the coach. The guys love him. It's very yeah, clear there's, that they there's love no way. AJ Hinch. There's no way that if AJ Hinch walked into the clubhouse one day and said, "All right, enough with the sign stealing. We're done with that," that it was going to continue because he's the manager of the team. He puts out the lineup card with heavy suggestions from the analytics department. But it's ultimately it's his decision. Whatever happens on the field. So you're going to tell me that. Your manager tells you, all right, I've had enough of this. This is not right. We're not doing this. And you're just going to be like, all right, well, fuck that guy. We're going to do it anyway. No, absolutely not. 
I feel like the players have enough respect for that manager that he should know if he didn't feel it was right, he could have said two words and they would have been done. All of this would be in the past. It just it all comes back to the cockiness of it all for me. Like we we talked about it the first time. AJ Hinch when he he was talking about the whistling, the Yankees can uh, they were annoyed that he that they heard whistling out of the Astros dugout. And he comes up to the press conference after and he goes, oh, if I knew that was going to piss them off, we probably would have practiced that in spring training. But that's, why would you act like that if you know you're cheating and you know you're going to get caught? Because banging on a trash can is not a good system. Some asshole on the internet found it out. Not that John Boy's an asshole, but it could have been literally any asshole was just this report kind of came out that maybe there's something going on there. It took him one day. Took John Boy one day. To blow the entire spot up. And you have a system that's that's so easily detectable because mm-hmm. you can hear it in the stadium. And instead of, of trying to come up with a better system like the buzzers, which they obviously clearly used as well. But instead of trying to come up with something else, you're just going to sit in front of the media and be like, yeah, that's uh, I mean, that's completely ridiculous that we would ever do that. If we knew that they got so mad, we would we would have practiced that. Like, come on, man. Just act like you're breaking the rules. Act like it. Say, so, I don't want to comment on that. It's it's. There's nothing there. I don't want to comment on that. Right. Don't right. rub it in our faces because that's how you get caught cheating and that's how you look like an even bigger asshole. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all those Houston Astros fans that were rude and sent me things like rude death threats and um, comments about my appearance. And they called you sis. You did not like that. I'm not a sis, bro. I'm not. <laughs> that's not how it works. I tell you if you can call me sis, but don't call me sis because you think I'm mad. Yeah, at the time I was mad when I tweeted that. But at the same time, the way he handled the media throughout the entire series. Hello, Aaron Hicks's home run. He was like, oh, yeah, well, it was only 314 feet down the line. So it was still a home run and you still lost the game. Okay. Yeah, his guys didn't hit any 314 foot home runs down the line. No, not in the least. And in fact, it was also what halfway up the foul pole too. So not. Yeah, it was a good shot. Feet. Yeah, I was. At, I was actually at that game with my buddy. Oh yes, I was at uh, the dress, not dress rehearsal, <laughs> uh, rehearsal dinner. Oh, yeah, 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 for the wedding. For my friend's wedding, and people were giving me updates. So, um, you know, also looking at the report, we talked about this a little earlier. Most players on the 2017 Astros were involved, which includes. Our buddy Cameron Maben, which ugh, makes me sick. But yeah, it's not great. Honestly, if you're there, what are you supposed to do? You can no, you're say you're not going to turn it down. You're not right, going to turn it down. You can say that you, it feels wrong, but if you're not one of the guys, if you're not one of the leaders in the clubhouse, you'd be like, "Yo, it's wrong." They're going to disown you. It's peer pressure, straight up. No, oh, peer pressure is bad. Don't do peer pressure. Don't do drugs either. Um, that's serious. Please don't. Um. And let's see. Oh, here's a couple of quotes I I feel like you'll enjoy, too. We also talked a little bit about this, but many of the players uh, who were interviewed, this is straight from the report, admitted that they knew the scheme was wrong because it crossed the line. And from from what the player believed was fair competition and or violated MLB rules. So here's the thing is they knew they just still did it. Fine, because they didn't think they would get caught. That's why they did it. But also, uh, the report said that Astro players would have ceased any signed stealing scheme 
immediately had Hinch told them to stop engaging in improper conduct. So therefore, he might not have had a direct role in it, but he had a bigger role than a lot of people think because he could have easily ended this entire thing. Yeah, and instead he just broke a couple of video monitors and said, I think that sent the message. Because if I know anything about major league managers, it's that they're all passive aggressive. Ah, that's that's probably pretty accurate. But then again, Alex Cora is just like, okay, great. He just wants me to get a bigger monitor. You know, gets <laughs> brings back a bigger monitor the next day. Yeah, it's it's the whole thing is absolutely preposterous. I actually I didn't read AJ Hinch's quote, but I I feel like he at least accepted the fact that he probably could have stopped it, even if he wasn't as directly involved as we originally thought he was. Like he mm-hmm. he could have stopped it immediately. I still can't get over Lunau's quote where he's like, I accept full responsibility, but I'm not a cheater. Shut mm-hmm. up, guy. Shut up. Oh, you know what that reminds me of? Pissing me off this week. Adam fucking Clanton. That oh, yes. Moron. I was going to bring him up for sure. Oh, my God. I hate that guy. He's the worst. How does he backtrack from what he did? Because to him, it still doesn't matter that they cheated because they won the World Series. Because guess what? They still have their World Series title. That's something that I want to talk about later. But, you know. And then he's going around attacking other people. This is the best part. Attacking Lindsay Adler for, quote unquote, writing about the clubhouse culture when he knows nothing about it. And this report comes out that says the team's entire culture is problematic. I just about died. And he's the first person I thought of. Yeah. How dare you come after Lindsay Adler first of all for anything second of all for she wrote a piece about MLB's domestic violence guidelines and their their policies on the matter because of the Domingo Herman situation everybody wanted answers to what goes behind a decision for that suspension and everything whatever but to quote tweet it and say oh well, I see you're not talking about the MLB culture you're only talking about the Yankees like what are you talking about? This has nothing to do with you. And that's the topic you're going to attack a female reporter over? She writes a very intriguing and helpful piece on the domestic violence policy in Major League Baseball. And you're like, why don't you talk about the Astros more? Like, dude, what are you thinking? And I, today he, he called Jeff Pass an 140-pound dork. You're a professional. I think at this point he's just in way too deep and he's just got to keep going and finding the most obscure things to talk about because the only thing that's getting him followers and views is when he trashes the Yankees. Dude, he's so dependent on this now. It's preposterous. Yeah. I just, I don't understand how this guy is employed. You said it, you said it on Twitter. You said, we've said it last time. Like, how does he have a job if this is how he treats the people who are in his field? But he's an asshole. <laughs> well, sometimes it gets you more attention. I don't agree with it at all, but mm, sometimes that happens. I gotta, I, I have to look up exactly what the interaction was with Lindsay Adler. Because I, I remember he kept going off about it, too. He didn't just say, say his piece and move on. He just, like, he just kept going. And it, it makes no sense. You're in the wrong. You're so clearly in the wrong. But you're just incapable of of realizing it or just unwilling or you're just choosing to be an asshole like come on so um obviously they they disciplined the astros it wasn't um you know i i'm not sure how to feel about it but 
obviously manager AJ Hinch was suspended for one year, um, then got fired. Uh, yeah, rightfully GM, so. Yep, GM was suspended for one year, then got fired. Um, Brandon Taubman, uh, he thought we were done talking about him, suspended for one year. I think I don't think he's suspended. I think they put him on the ineligible list. Oh yes, for, that's right. I don't, I don't think it's a lifetime ban, but I he's like on the ineligible list. He can't get hired. Right. Okay. Um, they forfeit their first and second round draft picks for the next two years. I would have liked to see more picks. Yeah. Or, yeah, or international money. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then $5 million, which is the maximum allowed under MLB's constitution, which doesn't sound like much, especially once you fired the two people that are suspended for a year anyway. Um, I mean, a lot of people are talking about the idea of having the title stripped. And I feel like that's more of, you know, I, I feel like the Ash, I feel like they should, um, you know, just because people are like, it's such a gray area. You can't really go to that. I'm like, there's really not going to be any definite proof, but there is proof that they cheated throughout the entire postseason. There is that proof. Um, you know, just have no world series winner for 2017 sucks. Yeah. But it became pretty clear that they utilized their their cheating to really propel them to the World Series title. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I mean, they're not gonna strip the title obviously because the punishments already came out. I don't think that was ever really in play. But mm-hmm. if it happened, I certainly would have com- wouldn't have complained about it. Like, All like right, it you guys been, definitely earned that. I feel like it would have been a, more of a moral victory for everyone, you know, just to say, hey, listen, like, yeah you cheated you're you still have that world series title it's still sitting there but if you didn't have the world series title kind of looming over your head just goes to show that cheaters can't win you can't do that no and i think i think everyone's biggest complaint was that the punishments weren't enough to deter teams from doing this in the future i mean it, it kind of was i don't again the the title getting vacated is not something that's realistic for every team who's ever cheated because every team cheats not to this extent obviously right but like losing the draft picks is bad i would like to see more draft picks go i would like to see international pool money go but like you got the maximum fine you're without a manager you're without a gm uh i mean well, what more could you really do this is true i just feel like i need something else so the astros fans can shut up I think what we really need is for them to go under 500 next year. That would just make me so happy. Wouldn't that be something, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, I still think they'll win, you know, upwards of 90-something games. But it would be incredible if the A's beat them in the division. And I don't know. Maybe they don't get the wild card. One of the wild card spots is going to Tampa Bay. Who knows about the second one? This is true. That would be, uh, hmm. That would be interesting. Ooh, what if it was uh, an all AL East playoffs? You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that. I'm assuming. I'm assuming it would probably be the Blue Jays. I don't think the Red Sox are, especially if they trade bets and Price, which I think they're going to now since they just lost their manager. Uh, someone, someone posted it. This is the perfect excuse for them to just blow it all up, start over. Yeah, yeah. Like, we just lost our manager, so we might as well trade our star player and our biggest contract and just, let's just re- hit the reset button. But the Blue Jays are sneaky going to be pretty good next year. 
Oh yeah, absolutely they will be. Um I you, you can never count them out really. But yeah, this this could change the entire landscape of the the playoff picture. It seems like for the past mm, well, especially the past 3 years, all the same teams have been in the playoffs for the most part. Yeah. Um it's always the Yankees, it's always been the Red Sox until this year. Um and always been the Astros. Like that's been on the AL side. It really could kind of give other teams an opportunity to really jump jump through it and jump forward. Um, and we'll have to see. I mean, we don't really know how, to the extent of the sign stealing and how how much better of a team it made them, but clearly it did something. Yeah, they they were. I think they were the worst strikeout team in baseball in 2016, and then they were the best strikeout team in baseball in 2017. Like. Clearly, it had an effect. You can say it's the players all you want, but clearly that also had a huge effect. That indeed. And, of course, Aaron Judge deleted his uh, Instagram post uh, congratulating Jose Altuve for an unforgettable 2017 season. Love it. Love it. Give me give me that Aaron Judge shade all day. Like when it first broke and he just quote tweeted the report and he was like, wait, what? Like, yeah, I loved it. I loved it so much. I eat that up. Good guy, Aaron Judge, just trying to trying to go out there and make a decent living and trying to, to get an MVP award along the way and just having this this little guy in the way. I just makes it tough. I, I feel for him. Uh, he should have been the 2017 MVP. And now he's sitting there thinking, wow, I really should have been that MVP. Yeah, he definitely should have gotten more in arbitration, too. If he had an MVP on his shelf, ooh, we're talking about like two million dollars, probably. Mm-hmm. I would say so. If for uh, people who don't know, two millions, quite a lot of money. But really, I mean, he no one's really come out and said anything except for uh, CC Sabathia, who's freaking frustrated, which I don't blame him at all. Yeah. I would um. Be. And honestly, you know, I I was waiting to hear what CC Sabathia of all people would say. I mean, it's it's perfect, CC, because it's just like him. He's basically just shooting the shit with everybody he ever talks to. And it mm-hmm. comes out so naturally about how how annoyed he is about all this. And I think it was like, yeah, some days I care about it more than others. And then sometimes I'm like, yo, like they might have taken away a second championship for my career. Maybe a third if if the Red Sox were involved in, in 2018. Like that, that kind of shit matters to me. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just because he's CC Sabathia, I mean, he's the one that started game seven of the ALCS in 2017. Yeah. I mean, we got we got killed in that game anyway. Mm-hmm. That's but, true. Yeah. Oh, what a terrible night. Oh, boy. I, this right. this whole thing just makes it. I, I just don't even know. You know, we, we try and talk through it and everything, but it, it does not eliminate the, the rage that is just fueling me for next season. And I bet you fueling Aaron Judge, he's probably got a chip on his shoulder now. Oh, everyone's going to be so focused. It's, it's like this is our year. This is it. But all right. What else do you have on the Houston Astros Boston Red Sox scandal? Um, well, they both cheated. I can't I can't do anything besides that. <laughs> OK, because uh, we do all. we do have a little bit of Yankees news to talk about since this is, in fact, a Yankees podcast, even Wait. though we've only been talking about the Red Sox and the Astros for 45 minutes. This is a Yankees podcast, huh? Yes. OK, where do you want to start? Oh, wait, you know what? Oh, I forgot to mention one thing. 
Carlos Beltran might get fired before he even manages a single game for the Mets. It's the most Mets thing of all time. It's preposterous. Hasn't even filled out a lineup card. No, they hire they hire the the hometown hero, and everybody is just so well respected in the game. Everybody loves his baseball mind. He played for the Mets for years, and everybody loved him. Besides that time, he struck out looking in the World Series, and now it's just not even a week after he gets hired, he gets caught up in the biggest scandal maybe of all time, and now we're already talking about firing him. For, while we're waiting for for the last punishments to come down the line, I don't think he's getting a punishment because he was a player at the time. But like the Mets are just like, I don't know, we might have to fire this guy. Hasn't even managed a single game. <laughs> Can we talk that this is the absolute craziest off season I've ever seen in the sport of baseball? Oh yeah, I'm loving it. I'm because lo- we're coming out on top in every single every single category. We got the best pitcher in the starting market, the best player in the market, really, and the our two arch rivals are crumbling in front of us. Even the Mets who are like our little brothers are like, Oh, we might be without a manager now, but at least we have Jake Marisnik. I am like the, uh, the Elmo, the Elmo meme with the fire behind him. I'm just like, ah, I love it. Yeah. I'm having a hard time seeing this whole scandal from somebody else's perspective, like a white Sox fans perspective. Who's just like, yeah, this this really sucks for the game. (laughs) Like this is terrible. And we're just sitting here like, this is fucking awesome. (laughs) We have a personal personal stake in it, you know, when it comes to teams like the White Sox or hell, like the Miami Marlins, you know, they're just like, hey, we could have used our two point five million dollar sculpture to spy on people. But hey, we didn't. And we still suck. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I know we also have uh, Trevor Bauer winning oh. his, the all time grudge matches. I love a good grudge. Anyone who holds a grudge for that long is a OK in my book. And he is. <laughs> living it up right now i would love to see him in pinstripes i just would i would love to see just the attitude in pinstripes because he you know he's just he's a hot mess let's let's be real but yeah i wanted him so badly last year especially when he threw the ball into center field he was just trying to hit the astros camera you know exactly yeah a lot of people saw that as a huge negative on his personality i was like this guy's a psychopath bring him immediately we need him now We can keep him out of jail. We'll just keep him on the mound. Yeah, but I mean, he's just taking things up from like three years ago. Tweets just pulling him up and and rehashing old conversations. AJ Hinch basically called him a a nutcase. You know, he literally went in front of the media. He's like, yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's ridiculous. And of course, now they're coming up with all this stuff. And he's like, I freaking told you all. You know, yeah, I won this grudge. I won the grudge. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Lance McCullers is, you know, making comments. And so is Mike Clevenger. And, you know, they're they're a little sparring back and forth. But um, I love Clev, too. Shit. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's like a weirdo. But yeah, well, honestly, I feel like that that entire kind of rotation era was kind of full of weirdos when it came to the Cleveland Indians. Besides Corey Kluber, they're just kind of weird, just weirdos. It's fine. Corey Kluber is just kind of a robot. That's kind of weird on its own. I guess but. that's kind of weird too. Yeah, DJ's a robot. Corey Clue. Yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but it um, doesn't. It doesn't get any more intense than calling out somebody's ERA on social media. Whew. <laughs> they are gonna. They are gonna fight so fast next year. I, I gotta look through and find out when when the, the Indians and the Astros link up because there is gonna be a brawl. A brawl. Brawl. 
But, you, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering, does it really have to wait until next year? Like, do you think that Trevor Bauer has already sent one of his drones over and is just trying to, like, pinpoint the weaknesses? Oh, yeah. Trevor Bauer doesn't do anything but fly drones. He's got yeah. he's got drones all across the country right now. Just range extenders on all of them. He's just watching everything. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's an alien. Let's be real. Oh, totally accurate. But OK, let's let's focus on Yankees news for at least 10 minutes here. OK, sure. Brett Gardner officially, officially back. Yay. The Guardy parties are back. I will be doing those videos um, and everyone's happy. I mean, I, I don't see why not. He had a really great season last year. You need him in the outfield, especially with Aaron Hicks coming out um, and missing probably half, if not more of the season. So I'm good with it. I love it. Yeah, perfect signing. Fantastic. Everybody loves to have Guardy back. Only idiots don't want Brett Gardner in this lineup. He's, I mean, he's just so valuable. And to make room for that, we DFA'd and traded Stephen Tarpley yes. to the Marlins for a prospect named James Nelson, who we will likely never see. Right. Third baseman, I believe. Um, yeah, and I no idea believe, who it is. I think there were cash considerations in there, too, which is my all-time favorite player. Oh, cash consideration. The player to be named later. That's mine. Yes. That's yes. my favorite my favorite line in Bull Durham. Well, one of them. That like he shows up in the in the single A clubhouse. And I was like, Who are you? Who am I? I'm the player to be named later. Like this <laughs> absolute nobody who's become so important to this one team. Love Side it. Side note, I definitely watched Bull Durham for the first time last year. Um it's one of my dad's favorite baseball movies and so good. It was it was phenomenal. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and then, of course, uh, the Yankees minor league team, uh, Staten Island, I believe, yep. is uh, they released their giveaway uh, for the Astros competition. Mini trash cans. First 500 fans. You can bet your ass I am showing up for that game. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope they give you something to bang it with or maybe you have to buy a drink so you can use the straw. That's fair. That's how they're going to sell concessions. Not, mm -hmm. I don't, uh, people don't go to Staten Island voluntarily. So this okay. is going to be like one of those trips where, where they got to get their money's worth out of this. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so uh, I thought that was pretty hilarious. Um, very on brand. Um, and y I just can't even imagine what sort of giveaways are going to be coming out when the Astros come to town for various teams. Like, it's, it's oh, going it's to be, be funny. Incredible. I, don't, I don't think the Yankees are going to do anything too crazy just because, you know, like we're supposed to be the class of the league and whatnot. And I was honest, I was shocked when the Staten Island thing came out. But like, I don't know, maybe the Indians, who knows? They already Ooh. got beef. They might as well just go full in. Right, right. That makes sense. Um, and let's see, who did the, oh, the Astros didn't beat, the, who did they beat first round last year? Uh, Tampa Bay. Ah. I could see Tampa doing stuff like that if they could, you know, get more than five fans coming. Yeah, they, they got to do something to get people in that building. They were a playoff team last year and they didn't even mm -hmm. have the like they don't even open the upper part of the stadium for seating. Or like I, we already know we're not going to get anyone to sit up there. We might as well just close it. Right. So, yeah, I don't know what the Yankees are going to do. I'm sure they'll do something pretty passive aggressive um, if they do anything. If not, they're probably just going to be like, you know what? We cheated a little bit. We didn't really get caught. So we're just going to kind of you you've dealt your punishment. We'll beat you on the field. Um, I could see them doing that, too. I could see something like over the PA system where mm -hmm. they just do a little trash can banging in between at bats like that would be that would be hysterical. I could um, I could write the blog on that right now. No, wait a minute. Here's what I think they would do. 
and okay, Yankees PR, just listen to me. Listen closely. Yankee Stadium staff, whatever you do. Um, I think that when the Astros pitchers warming up before every pitch, they should do the the trash can banging during warm-ups. Yeah, get in their head. Yeah, exactly. Their warm-up song. Yeah, exactly. You know what? No warm-up songs. Just as soon as he's throwing pitches, you just every single pitch, two bangs, three bangs, one bang. Or, you know what? Get Clint Frazier to do it because he loves that. Oh, he would love that so much. <laughs> he would love that. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, from a, from a Yankee standpoint, CC Sabathia joining a, the front office as an advisor to Brian Cashman. Of course, literally every famous Yankee does that right after they right, retire. Right, right. And um, it does sound like he, I heard today, he might go on some broadcasts. They're not sure yet, but they, they might bring him in. That would be cool. I know, I think his quote was, I'm not going to wear a suit. It's like, what do, you need, what do you need a suit for to talk about baseball? Which I feel that, Cece. I feel that. That's like my entire completely. vibe. I think it would be fun to kind of have his voice up there too, but only in certain circumstances. I feel like if it was a really intense rivalry, you wouldn't want him up there because he's going to start dropping F-bombs all, all over oh, the yeah. place. He's going to he's gonna curse so much. Right, exactly. But if it's like the Orioles or the White Sox, you know, like one of those teams are really just kind of like, eh, you know, just another game. I think I could see him in the in the box for that. Yeah. And it's like, who even cares that that CC's up here? Motherfucking the shit out of everybody. <laughs> Nobody's going to watch this game anyway. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. And what of, else do we have? Oh yeah. I was just going to say they, uh, the Yankees have finally adjusted their uh, strength and conditioning team. Yes. Um, so that's a, that's a good sign moving forward. Um, last year, obviously we had a lot of injury issues and Records. let's, let's not, let's not sugarcoat it. It was a record. Okay. You're right. You're right. Uh, a record that you're not proud to hold for sure. No. So, um, yeah, so they've kind of adjusted that. So hopefully that kind of helps out a little bit more. Um, ba -ba -ba. I mean, besides that, you know, the, all the arbitration, my favorite one, Luis Sessa, you know, he's, uh, he's back. He's getting paid. Yeah, nobody nobody went to arbitration, so I don't think we'll have to hear Randy Levine's name a single time this year, which would just nope. be that's that's the true gift of this season. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I got for Yankees news besides the usual. I love this team and I, I would be willing to die for this team. Oh, yeah, I would I would lay my life down immediately. Haven't even seen the play yet, but I, I'm willing to do that without hesitation. Yeah. So it looks like, you know, the roster is really shaping up. Um, I just wrote a piece on the rotation. Um, I know someone else uh, from ESNY uh, wrote, I think it was Josh, wrote about um, Jordan Montgomery um, yes. and the rotation spot being his to lose, which, you know, I, I definitely do agree with. You know, I, I worry a little bit about him coming back from injury and missing an entire season, but guy was good, you know, and he's a good lefty to have in that rotation. So, yeah, it definitely crossed. it definitely should be his. But yeah, I just think with he has options. Jay Happ doesn't. I think Jay Happ's going to end up with the fifth spot. But either way, I think I think Montgomery is clearly going to be the better pitcher next year, and he'll probably be a mainstay in the rotation. Injuries happen. We saw mm -hmm. that last year. Injuries happen all the time. The James I Paxton mean, is going to pitch a whole season. Tanaka has been he's been on the IL slash DL, whatever you want to call it, um, pretty much every year since he's been in the United States. Um, 
I think there was maybe two years he hasn't been, and he hasn't been here for too long. So yeah, and we we do have a lot of interesting options for pitching depth. A lot of guys that that nobody's seen before, but are highly regarded, like Mike King, uh, Davey Garcia. Uh, obviously, Jordan Montgomery is going to be ready. But just like guys, guys that are down there just spinning their wheels until somebody gets hurt and it's time to go. Right. Exactly. And the Yankees did sign uh, another backup catcher. So they have they have options. It sounds like they're it sounds like they want to go with Higashi Yoga, but they're really just not sure at this moment. So, you know, have a little spring training battle. See what happens. Um, see who's really taking the time this offseason. But it's nice to have some veteran depth as well um, as a backup. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think it'll definitely be Hickey, but who knows? Anything can happen. Yes, indeed. I mean, all that's right. all I got. Yeah, I guess that about wraps it up. We did talk about literally nothing about the Yankees for 50 minutes of this podcast. Luckily, there's not a lot of Yankees news right now. Well, so. this is the important stuff. We have to we have to cover it and we have to cover it from the perspective of Yankees fans and Yankees reporters. You know, it, it really does it sucks i'm not gonna lie i hate talking about the astros the entire time but i like it when it's like this yeah i I like talking about the astros and the red sox when it's us just being like you guys are a fucking disaster this is a mess is it safe to say that they're garbage Boo! (laughs) (laughs) i I wasn't gonna say it That's all right. You had to you had to get a pun in. You had to get one in. I was in. sitting on that for the entire time, so. Yeah, you probably thought of that like two days ago, didn't you? No, I thought of it right now, actually, and it uh, it feels good. Uh-huh. Is this what improv is? Is this what it is? <laughs> okay, I bet. All right, we'll wrap it up there. See you next week. Okay, bye, guys.